Welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show with Nancy Hopkins, Walt Silva, and Dolly Howard. This is a production of Cosmic Reality Radio. And welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show. It's March 23rd, 2021. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Walt Silva and Dolly Howard, who were having a very interesting conversation before I had to tell them to mute yourselves. Are you unmuted? <laughs> Have you unmuted? Have you unmuted? Oh, Have you unmuted? Yes, I did. Walter, the lady smiled at you. Yeah. That's why I asked you, did you feel anything from her? That smile was your forgiveness. Oh, because I felt such shame, I just had to cover my face. I, yes, I couldn't, well, that I, smile was your forgiveness. Oh. Okay. I Thank had you. to tell him that, Nancy. I'm sorry. Hello, everybody. No, no, no. It's all right. <laughs> Finish the conversation, you know. <laughs> Never mind that you got people listening to you. It's okay. That's right. They were That's late. Right. They were, they, well, we were early for the party. <laughs> Uh, so anyway um wait mona's here who mona mona i have to say thank you mona for introducing nancy to jesse sabotar because she introduced that lady to me and wow thank you mona okay i'm done (laughs) yes that's true mona (laughs) we were calling you out Saturday night because we were both very much into it. Um, I'm sorry, uh, Walt, I never saw your Skype thing. The best thing to do is to message me, look at Skype. That's all you have to say. Um, because oh, okay. cause once I'm, I, I don't look at Skype to see if there's things coming in unless I think there is. Um, uh-huh. Anyway, uh, we, I, I, and it was my fault. I, I should have sent it to you Saturday or Sunday or I finally sent it to you Monday, I think it was. But um, this woman is um, somebody that is very impressive. Did you get to look at anything that I, uh, any of the information that I sent you? That's that's what I want to show you right now because what I did in that link you gave me, it takes me to a specific website, and there are two videos. Instead of seeing part one, I went straight to part two. Once I saw part two, I started doing a search to see if there was more information on this lady. And I came across this item, which I am now posting on the radio chat. And what this is, this is a reveal that is that happened after the... Uh, there was some kind of ritual or some event that happened prior to this with her and other people where they, uh, it was about, you know, breaking some contracts and establishing down the, the rules of God. Uh, see, that's the title of the report says the power of God. So um, it, it's very interesting, the, the things that she talks about, because um, she gives an example. Uh, for example, uh, the, land, the, land of, the, the lands where Hollywood is sitting. Okay. So if there are people 
actively engaged in sin in that area, she says that gives Satan an excuse to come in and set up shop because he says, oh, there are people committing sin here. I'm setting up shop and nobody is the wiser. Nobody understands what he does. That's what gives him, he, you know, declare these lines are mind and it's not legally binded because the whole thing is done illegally. <clears throat> so she she said it, that's why they they go about um, discussing uh, like the what, the real rules of God. Like for example, God declared that wherever man walks that land, uh, he is entitled to that land. So even even though everything that's created belonged to God is it belongs to it's property of God. He has given dominion of that land to man. So Satan coming in and setting up shop is illegal, but people don't know that. So it, prior to this particular show that I just posted on the radio chat, they they had this special uh, ritual called major reveal or uh, what is it? Uh, it's uh, yeah, it's called the reveal report, and that's when they made these declarations because he um, she explained, and interesting that she says something that I had I had already heard before. Doctor, you've heard me mention Doctor Costa and Best, and he remember that Doctor Costa is the one I spoke to you about when I learned the fifty step process the thing that teaches you how to move your part of pattern body and into the fourth dimension so that you can meet your guys and ask for healing and learning. Remember that thing with Dr. Costa? Um, I do. Okay. Well, it was interesting in one of the many, because we spent the, the workshop is three days long. So he talked about so many subjects. Uh, one of the subjects had to do with uh, one person who was doing the 15th step and when the person got up to the top of the of the 15th step Jesus Christ is there on one side of the of the of the staircase and Satan is on the other side and the person he wanted to teach this person something because the person was you know is is very religious to the point you know of fanatical and uh, Jesus' reaction to this man was why should you be concerned that the devil is here this is just the place and he's you know and he can go to any place and it doesn't mean anything it doesn't mean that he has power over anybody it doesn't mean that he's in, in bed with anybody it's just an entity so that was a lesson for him so I I heard that anecdote I mean now it's more than 10 years this woman is, is, is saying the same thing is that the the entities that are labeled as demons are actually the what the people that um, know about it describe them as fallen angels all those angels that fell you know that that followed the the 
Satan on his way down, whatever. But he says they have no they that they have no right to access the higher realms. They are locked away. They are blocked from doing that. You know, the Creator blocked their access to the higher realm because of what they did. But since he's not a fallen angel, Satan can come and go. He goes up to heaven to talk to God and then he leaves. So it's very interesting that she described a similar situation to what this person experienced in the 15th step. Because anytime he's going to do anything at all, he has to he has to just run it by the Creator. That's what, that's what she's saying in this video. He can't do things secretly or that nobody knows. The, this entity respects God and knows that anything that, that's done is done with his knowledge. So he's going to, you know, I want to do this thing or I want to do that thing. And then he has to run it by, by the creator. And the creator says, yes, I'm aware of it. And then, you know, he goes out and he carries his plans. But he's the only one who can. Nobody, nobody the others, the, those that are considered fallen angels, they fell out of grace from the Creator, so they don't have any power any, any power to do that. He, she, she says that's why they wanted to, um, they were crossbreeding with humans, because they wanted to create an offspring that would have access to the higher realms. But then that failed, and then God um, took away from them their power to intermingle with humans. So now that's why you you don't have any more Nephilim being being conceived and being born. So when she talks about this entity, she's literally talking about this. Is, this goes beyond just religious belief. It goes. It's there's a lot of science in it because these are actual entities that are in another in another plane. It's like when we talk about our guides or our angels, there are entities that are in another plane of existence. We just can't see them immediately with our I mean, people like Dolly can see them, of course, <laughs> but they they do exist. And because she was born into this household where she was born to be trained to be mother of darkness, because the you know it's, it's a very very long story that she has. It's worth, it's worth seeing those videos that you sent. Uh, she knew about their structure, how they how everything is done through ritual. And their magic is, the, but the thing is that the the greatest evil is that in order to ex carry out very energy intensive tasks, like for example, when they open portals between two places on the earth, is that that's why she she you don't understand in the story why the first time she was taken to this castle in Germany. She lived in the U.S. and she was taken to this castle in Germany and everything happened during the time that the parents are working and you think to yourself, how is this possible? Well, it's possible because they, they used portal technology. So there, there's a lot of metaphysical magics going around in the background. The problem, the, the biggest evil is that the energy that's being used to carry out these rituals and these types of magics is the life force of living beings. That's why they so actively partake in rape and torture and killing and all the disgusting stuff because that's what they have to sacrifice life to do the things they do. And that's why they, their evil is their way of life because that's 
how they get their power. That's how they feel their power. Uh, but it's interesting that this woman is is a Baptist, so she doesn't never takes doesn't take part of that anymore. Uh, and when she said that part about her, it kind of, in a way, kind of make me made me laugh because it made me remember an old anecdote that my father told um, in his youth. Since my father didn't have a father figure to guide him, and his mother was always, she worked as a nurse, he, much like you, he kind of grew up on his own uh, with just uh, friends and acquaintances. And um, so he went about reading everything that he could, could get his hands on. So when he was reading about uh, religious subjects, he also, I don't know if he read more than one, but I know that at least one book on black magic he read to, because he wanted to understand how that worked and how they did things. But he was telling me his experience of it. He found it very disappointing because after all the chapters and all the instructions and all the spells and everything, the very last chapter of the book says, in order to disable and destroy any of this, is you you know you have to pray to the God Almighty and all of that. So, <laughs> having been raised a Catholic, he was kind of disappointed because he says after all the th- all, everything I've read about superpower and uh, and that the devil is supposed to be so powerful, it turns out that he's powerless against against you know the basic love for God. So he said, oh, that was, that was the end of it. I was not interested in black magic anymore, I'm seeing how powerless it is. <laughs> so, so that was his, his foray into the, into the black magics. But uh, it's, like I said, this is very informative because she has a special appreciation for the way these people think. I mean, because you, me, Dolly, we can more or less... Uh, guess or investigate how these people think no she knows she was born and raised in that kind of family is that but it turns out that um the parents didn't know the other the other two uh, smaller siblings she has uh they didn't know either it was it was her mother her grandmother and her they are the ones that knew about this whole thing and uh, um, according to her she was being groomed to replace her grandmother. Her grandmother uh, had to kill and eat the person, uh, her superior, so that way she took the, the power of that woman in, in that council that they had. It was located in Germany. Uh, it's, they're called the mother, Mothers of Darkness. So when the time came and she would grow up, she would have to do that to her mother-in-law, but she got away from that. So, so much so that, uh, you know, she never felt anything any anything remotely like love toward this woman because all she did, this woman, she, you know, this is a three-year-old child, and this woman, all she's, she's constantly doing is threatening and scaring her and because what they're what they're trying to she explains that one of the things they're trying to do they're trying to indoctrinate you into not being afraid of death anymore so they torture you to the point where you don't feel it anymore because you're used to it you know if that makes any any kind of logic in your reality 
<laughs> very, very dark, twisted reality when you think about it, huh? <laughs> so, well, uh, so I started seeing this this video that I just posted the link. As you can see, I'm on the 15 minute mark, and she's talking about what they did for that the day where they did the um, the reveal report, um, where they they released a lot of land from the hands of these demonic uh, entities or dark angels, I guess you would call it, uh, by these by the declarations they did. Because she says people don't realize that um, it he doesn't have any power, but you have to you have to um, make use of your power. People don't realize that. Well, ignorance is the biggest power that they have over the populace because people don't know how things are supposed to function. Everything is done through contracts and agreements. And if you don't know what you, your rights are in that world of contracts, then, you, yeah, they get away with anything and everything. So, very interesting. Where do you well, get this? What's uh, the name of the woman? I don't understand that because... You don't know uh, the her name? name? I, no, no, I don't understand is that in, in this particular video, you see her name is Jessie Zebotar. Yeah. In the other, in the other, in the link that Nancy sent me, they used Jane. And Jane appears in quotes, like Jane is a pseudonym, like alias. Is it? See, for, the video says, Dan Duvall's first entertainment with Jane in quotes, alias Jesse. So, I'm kind of confused. Is alias is Jane the alias or Jesse the alias? <laughs> the way that it's I, th I think that that was a mistake on the person that wrote it, because oh, okay. she came out in 2019 as I believe Jane. Oh, okay, and she was working with another woman whose name I'm not exactly sure of, and posting blogs through that woman's blog spot. Um. And then, well, that you know, and then the pandemic and what all that stuff happens and everything. And so, but I got to tell you this: Do you want to talk more about that, Dolly? What 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 was your opinion of what you you know? I mean, share with Walt what you were feeling. You two talk together about about what Jesse was saying. Yeah, whatever you guys want to talk about. But I I, I want to see how you guys thought of her and what you felt and. What she's teaching us. Well, I do not. I don't remember hearing Jesse say that Satan has no power. Is that no. what you were saying? No, no, I didn't say that. Oh, is okay. That, is, is that like all the all the manipulations he did uh, were illegal to begin with? So, because the the land belongs to God. And man is supposed to tend to it. That's why the Bible means when it says man was given dominion over the earth. But the power, but the problem is because people are not aware that they have this this right. Uh, that's that's what makes the devil, you know, so omnipotent. Is is our ignorance? Is that you don't know what you can do? You know, he can come. The, the Satan can come and uh, and tempt you with anything and everything. But if you say no, I mean he's powerless to change your mind. So that that your free will, 
that he he can't take that. People, you know, can give can give up their free will, but that he cannot take it by force. That's that's what I'm. That's the, oh, the okay. distinction I'm trying to make. Well, I can agree with that. He can't take your free will. He can't take your soul by force. No. Correctly. You have to give it up. You have to. You have to say that you give it up. Yeah. Uh, well, there was so much there. I don't even know where to. You you ask me something or or say something, and and maybe I can go from there. I listened wow. to her all day. The day Nancy introduced her to me. And then half of the next day. So I got so much of what she has said inside of me, I don't know where to go with it. So you you saw both videos, the first one and the second one? Well, I saw several videos. I don't know which ones you mean. Yeah, yes. Okay, the first one was the one that we got from Mona, which has now been taken down off of YouTube, and in fact, the entire station was terminated. Oh, my. Okay, the second one. I wondered one, how it got out. Okay, go ahead. The second one, the one he's been talking about, the reveal one, that's still up on YouTube. But my suspicion is, is they'll. Well, last night I I uh, I took the audio off of it. Uh, I got the two two and a half hours of it. So, um, yeah. So it you yes, those two she saw Walt to answer your question. Oh, okay. Well, I only, I only, I can't say anything about the first one, but because I, I actually went straight to the second one to see what, what, what was being said. Well, that, the second, the second, yeah, the second, oh, the, the second, in the, in the first one, they kept referencing the second one that you read. So the one you, one you listened to, is the one that they were talking about, and they expanded on some of the things that were said in that first one. So it was good that you went that way. And as for that tape, I believe I taped that too, but I'm not sure. I have to look and see, um, because I got I I got into anyway. I mean, yes, there's so much information there, but um, what I found really what what captured me immediately was in the first one, the one that Mona sent us. It's now down off of YouTube. They got to talk about uh, sound. And she was, she was, we're jumping ahead. This is a very complicated subject, so we're going to have to kind of take it piecemeal here. But she was talking about this concept that was in a graphic presentation. And um, that graphic presentation, which I'll put up in a second here, uh, has shows where there's like nine stargates or, or throne gates let's put it that way they're, they're, they're gates and, and what I found interesting was she said that the demonic realm can travel using these gates but the gates are letting them get into a uh, system where you can go like vertical hor- you know, horizontally going just back and forth and back and forth but you can't go up to the throne room the throne of God um, yeah, that's right. And if you see, hear me say something you don't agree with, you know, just because, I mean, we're all new with this, um, which I found very interesting because it was, she she was like, I think she said that it 
six years old, she began this um, new kind of learning experience. And at that point, they were being introduced to the Stargates. And they really were trying to find the people that could match the sound that controls that Stargate. That's what they were looking for, people that could get into the frequencies, that could manipulate frequencies to be able to do this. Because apparently, a human being who has this ability to open up those gates because of the sound can open up the gate and hold it open so that the dark legions of hell can come rampaging through to the throne of God. Was that what you understood, Dolly? Yeah. 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 So, um, but that kind of matches uh, what Andrew Barcesa said that the human body is the only one in the entire of all the life forms in the universe. The human form is the only one that has all the codes for all the addresses for you for your use of stargates. You can go anywhere in the universe you want. Yes, and I think that the reason for that, and this is this is an odd thing that happened today on the Shanghai show. Derek went out and did another one of his trips, and he came back with, like, hundreds of crystal skulls, both in the dragon form and in the human form. And so we were talking about the human uh, form and the the crystal skulls, like the one I met, Max, that was the one in Atlanta. And, you know, what are the... Why would you want one of these kind of creepy-looking crystal skulls? And so I'm sitting here, and, of course, you know sort of asked the question why Chris why human skulls what what what's involved in that and what I got down was that um, the human being is the only <clears throat> species that can invoke love virtually at will that it's just it's like this this system that we have in us that invokes invokes the power of love which is the the real power of manifestation is is that frequency, and um, so that's why they use the the crystal skull because that even the shape of it invokes because we understand the concept of of uh, the symbols invokes this purity of the information contained in it because it's 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 calling in the essence of love. Just a side on that. <laughs> What was the, how did well, I get? it makes it, it makes sense because so many crystal skulls that were were sculpted by old ancient civilizations. That that is a very good explanation. Yeah, it made sense to me too. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got it because you know <clears throat> we've known for a long time that. Well, remember when we had Tolik on, and you know I don't know what happened to Tolik. I was thinking of him earlier today. Do you remember Tolik, Walt? Don't. I I've never spoken with him, so I don't know. Yes, you have. We had I him, have. Yes, we had him on the Cosmic Reality Radio Show way back when. I guess when you get to a certain age, you forget everything, huh? Well, <laughs> I have well, the. I, to my world, Walter. <laughs> I have the notes. What you have here, Dolly? <laughs> I what have, was your name, right, Dolly? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh dear, oh dear. Um, but he was on with us, and um, I was discussing the fact that I, all of this mucking around by you 
you know ET peoples, different peoples, and even even you know the the Nephilim, uh, you know that you were referencing that she was referencing, which is the you know human beings intermingling with the the demonic etheric level. And demonic is see, I don't like to use the fallen angels. Let's just call them the fallen angels. Uh, it's, and, and when you when I was explaining it, I said maybe. The only way to stop these perpetual wars that continue throughout eons all over the galaxy and probably the universe, there's all this warring factions. And maybe the only way to stop it is to create a species that has the DNA genetic structure of everybody, the human beings. And <clears throat> Toliko was very, very popular at the time. Um... He, he like whoa, and 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 he said that that's he said because he he says that he was um, in contact with some kind of an ET level people, and he said whoa that makes so much sense because yes in fact when I'm conversing with the different ET groups, they all have a fundamentally intense respect for human beings, but I never understood it, but they often. Uh, sort of reference the human beings as royalty, as somebody special. And you remember um, when uh, we were doing Fulford stuff and we were talking about the uh, dragon, the white dragon society and, you know, all of this gold and, and all of that that was happening out there? The... I just lost my train of thought. Shoot, wait a minute. Give me a, let me a second. Um, so many things went through my head at that moment. We were talking about oh yeah okay so the 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 human beings having this special royalty because the ETs have mucked with their DNA. So they the the, the what was it the Indonesian islands there that nation state of the Indonesians. They took the royal family, started intermarrying in order to be able to get one person who had all the bloodlines in them. Do you remember that, uh, Walt, <clears throat> from Fulford? Sorry, not right now. No, I don't remember. I may not be explaining it well. but So it's already been done at the 3D human level. Oh, well, we can stop the warring if we're all family. You know, and so... There's something about the human being being this loving, having this ability to do this incredible loving type of thing, but also because it may be that in a 3D way, it's a very special being in that it was, yes, it was tinkered with by God's other creations, the e, you know, we call ETs, the star brothers and sisters, that they were, they came into agreement just like the Indonesian peoples, the different royal families of Indonesia. Let's just join our bloodline so that we become one. And, you know, perhaps the same thing is happening in an E.T. and, or, you know, star brother and sisters and that kind of a thing. And can you imagine how threatening that is to the dark side? Well, the thing is that uh, war is, is not infinite. It is actually very finite because according to according to this woman and the and the special re, uh, the reveal report uh, the only reason Satan is able to do anything is because he was given permission 
but that it's a it's a limited amount of permission, limited in the sense of time, and that time is coming to an end. So whoever was still following this, you know, he he's going to end up without a boss, with without anybody to worship or anybody to follow, uh, because it, it that that rule of uh, that rule by darkness, the service to other to to self or whatever you want to call evil, uh, that's coming to an end. That that was a, a finite reign that he was granted on this planet. So this is this is all from based on what she's saying. I'm not saying that I'm saying it. <laughs> she's saying it. That's why they're doing all that they're doing. Because she, she, she said that, say that Walt. Huh? She did say that. Yeah. I'm just trying to confirm what you're saying. She did say it. Yep. And that's why when for example, when uh, Satan went and said, oh, uh, I have a right over this land, she says, well, we uh, if he has a right over that, that particular land, he was using Hollywood as an example, well, the humans have a right to contest what he's claiming. Because she's, again, the Bible says where, where, where man puts down his foot, you know, he has dominion over that line. Any land touched by the sole of his foot, he's got. So, we are making a claim. It's it's our land. So he's so he, his claim of over any land is actually illegal, because we are going by the word of of God, and the word of God says, any land touched by the sole of man, that means that he's got dominion over the land. So they're they're not calling upon any law. They're calling upon what they, they refer to as the word of God to um, back up their claims. Yeah, but they have to take their sneakers off. Come on, the soul... They have to take uh, their sneakers off. <laughs> the, the soul has to touch the ground, you know. Let's get real here. And don't, and don't betray anybody because we'll, you'll end up losing the sneakers too. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yep, 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 yep. Um, okay, so... Uh, in the in the first uh, in the first tape that we saw, okay, she gets into a lot of more uh, than what she said in that first one, and the idea that you've got these gates, these nine, I don't know. Did she get into that in that? But she's talking about CERN, okay? That they're opening those gates. Uh, you know that was, remember when when all that happened, and that was a time limitation. Remember they had to get those gates open by a particular point in time. And then and then there's a nice video of a human sacrifice done in, uh, at CERN in front of the uh, statue of the goddess Kali. Yeah. Remember that somebody smuggled a video of of them performing a satanic uh, ritual there in that in. That, uh, is that the one what? that Obama's supposed to be in? I don't know, but uh, all these people wearing robes and then this girl in a white robe being put down in a daze, somebody coming up. We don't there. know. We don't want to know the details. Yeah, I, I, <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know how far the video goes because that's all I saw in the video. But it, I it happened see there that. at CERN, in front of the statue of the goddess Kali. Weird. 
I mean, it, but she 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 gets into okay. So she goes and actually talks about the different princes of evil, <laughs> the prince of darkness, yeah, prin- the principalities, dif- right? The principalities, and gives names of people who are now occupying those. Like she said that that what was wait a minute. Let me pull up. I got some notes here. I actually took notes on that one. Um, okay, yeah, she taught, and it was hard to figure out. I mean, because my understanding is that she sort of got a download that she needed to get this information out, and so it was, you know, okay. So like the next day, this started coming out. So I think that the by the time she got to the second one, she was a little bit more cohesive in the way that she was presenting it. Um, so this first one, um, she talked about the Phoenix and the Satanic Council, that there's actually a Satanic Council. And she said the Phoenix at, you know, the top of this council was Soros, but now is Obama. And um, then she talks about, let me see if I can figure out. Okay, she's talking about that the, these positions, in these positions, each of them has to have some kind of a humanitarian effort that they're involved in. And Soros was in, you know, funding schools, and um, and now Oprah is funding schools and doing the same thing. And so she's like either a high, I think she's just a high priestess. She doesn't quite get to the pinnacle. I think that now she's working under Obama, is the way I understood it. Then they've got... Um, she goes through and she talks about different uh, levels of the Masonic degrees and, and where these, depending on which quadrants you got, you oversee a certain place in the world. But you also oversee a certain uh, subject, let's say, you know, like in, in some cases, it, in uh, one it was the uh, political, financial, economic world. But in others, it might be the educational thing, or I don't know. She didn't really detail that part of it, but there seems to be that. She also got into the bloodlines, talking about Abraham's bloodline and the genetic code that they're, that's what they, they're trying to do is, is keep the Abraham's genetic code uh, pure as they can. Um, and, so, and so she goes through and she, she gives you, you know, who's the priest over Russia and China and Jerusalem. I mean, she really gives a lot of details. So if she's making this up, she's done her homework. She talks about who's the uh, different demonic figures that are, you know, in control of the different quadrants and talks about the Golden Dawn and the Order of Melchizedek and the Initiates of the Flame of Pence. I thought that name was interesting. And then she got into the uh, Space Force. Did you get that far, Walt? No, I, like I said, I didn't see the first video. I only saw the second no, one. No, this one's in the second video. No, I saw the entirety of the second video. There's no mention of the Space Force. Did you see the one that saw... was two and a half hours? N- no. What video is that? I, That's, need a link. I thought we were looking at the same one because I watched one that was two and a two minute two hours and twenty minutes. See, no. he, I thought he's he watched a different one than you and I watched. Oh, he, he's <laughs> talking about this other stuff that 
I didn't even see. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We're not done with her. So you guys <laughs> did not hear the part where how they engage the, how they are able to make contracts with the population because uh, the parts of a human body that don't burn, they get ground up and they end up in food. And that's how you end up making agreements with them. Because you're eating those sacrifices in, the, in, in certain foods. I did hear that part. GMOs and what Nancy? <laughs> no, and I think I'm very glad until you just told me this. What is this? That they do the sacrifices oh, and then they take pretty. the... When they, when they do the sacrifices, you know, the, the nun, the, uh, the, the only part of the body that remains after, she says, do, do, you, you, know, do you wonder why they, they, they do so many uh, rituals in churches? Because most churches have uh, built-in uh, incinerators. So they're able to incinerate, you know, like all the evidence. But the only thing that doesn't burn is the bones. You know, they're just bleached. Well, that gets ground up, and that up ends up in certain for in certain foods. So you you don't realize that by eating that food, you're actually making agreements. So GMOs and whatnot, you know, better beware what you're eating. <laughs> you're eating their handiwork. He's I'm right. Speechless. I did hear that. I'm speechless. I, I, you know, you mean I can't have any more Burger Kings? Oh, that's, they're the worst. Oh, he named that well, specifically. <laughs> or she well, you, you guys must remember the, the other chain. I'm not going to say any names. Um, there was, remember, there was an article going around. Uh, there was a post. Um, I don't remember. Since I don't have television service, I don't remember where it, it – I think it came out on the internet where they were making claims that the the burgers in this particular chain, they have the remains of human fetuses and stuff like that. That was in the king chain. No, the other one. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I was I – was, denoting the king with uh, the other thing yeah so it, you know it follows it follows what she's saying is that by putting the results of their of their rituals in the food people don't realize that you're actually by eating that is like an agreement I mean like it's like when you eat the wafer when you're in mass and you have to eat the wafer you're eating the body of Christ that's exactly what it is you're making an agreement. Oh man! You know, my my uh, uncle was a priest, and so he'd have these wafers with him. You know, and us kids would get into those wafers and just eat them. Yeah. <laughs> no, I <mean> <laughs> Well, they weren't anointed. They weren't. They weren't anointed. Well, they're really good. You know. Not the one, you know, the one sort of disappears on your tongue, but the, when you got a whole stack of them, you know, like, uh, what are they, crink, crinkles, <laughs> those things, you know, hey, look at this, these are really good, you know, and uh, yeah, we did that, but they weren't anointed or anything, so, uh, now she does talk about anointing in order to take back dominion over your neighborhood. Yeah. 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 I can't believe my father used to do the same thing, he was an altered boy, they would eat the wafers. 
Oh, did he do it too? Behind the priest's back, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I heard I w- they drank the wine too. <laughs> I had some cousins who were altar boys. <laughs> oh, gee, I w- wonder how many of yes. how many people had to confess that in confession. <laughs> did they? <laughs> uh, Oh lordy, lordy! Oh more, um, yeah. So um, the anointing. What what do you know about anointing, there, Walt? Well, I know the Javirism. Uh, it's it's not it's not Catholic anointment or Christian anointment. It's actually uh, Indian anointment. Um, hold on a second. Let me let me pull out an image because people are going to say, "What is this guy talking about?" Oh, sorry. Well, I guess we could. Okay, is he back? It's just a, it's just a link to a website. Okay, here it is. Since I keep where's the where's the radio chat? Uh, here it is. It's a website, so you can take a look at it. Um, remember, I told you I keep my water in a in a clay egg. Because in a clay is the healthiest shape for water, because that way water is able to constantly rotate and move in a, in a clay shape. So in India, they use this device, which actually looks like a small copper egg. It's, it's only like two inches high. It, it's not big at all. And you fill it with a consecrated ash, which is called the, the, the vivuti. And it has a very tiny hole in it. And just drop it into the water. And three hours after you drop it into the water, the water is now consecrated. Uh, and it's it. I thought I thought it was I. I bought it on the off chance that he because I heard the guru in a video talking about this on the off chance that you know it does what it's supposed to do. Uh, it does what it's supposed to do because the taste of the water before and after is like so. It's it's kind of shocking because it's completely different water. After after you put this little device, as you can see there in the photo with the with the glass and the bowl, it's a it's a little thing. It's maybe two inches high, but it uh, it's, it's actually able to to uh, treat 25 liters of water. All the measurements are in liters because that's what they use in India. They use metric. And I, so when you do this, the water becomes consecrated. So you can do that with water. You can do that with oil, with making it consecrated. Uh, obviously, like she says in the video, you don't put it where, where you put the oil that you're going to eat. You keep it in a separate place because it's going to be used for um, uh, a different purpose. You're going to use it for um, purifying and consecrating things. Now, Walt, I'm confused because this looks like copper material. It is copper. It is copper. I thought you said clay. Clay is where I keep the water. The device itself is made of copper. Oh, because there's all sorts of copper cups and yeah, stuff. Yeah, they, they also sell copper containers. So we're just lo- we're just looking at the thing above it, and does the yeah. Mm-hmm. And so this this uh, thing that looks like a snake. It is a cobra, because it's, it's uh, it represents Shiva. 
Okay, and you put the and and what it's holding on to is the is the clay thing, or that's yeah, just... it's it's a two part device, and the, the top unscrews from the bottom, because inside is filled with bibuti, which is consecrated ash, and it's uh, it purifies whatever it touches. So in a way, the definition of I know it's different how you got to it, but it the work that it does it's it kind of reminds you of nectar. Uh-huh. Uh, because I tested with a pendulum, it has a major positive charge. The nectar? So, uh, no, I'm, well, the nectar that goes without saying. I'm saying this, the bivuti, oh, the, okay. the consecrated ash that they send you with this. The ash is so fine; it's almost like talcum powder. It's so fine. the only difference is that it's not white; it's like a beige. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And it's uh, and it and they use it for. Consecrated. So instead of using oil, like the Christians, they use this consecrated ash. Well, Christians use holy water. True. That's another use for water. Yeah, they sprinkle that on people. Nothing like getting splashed in the face with some holy water, hey, Dolly? <laughs> 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 It's grape juice that the that they pray over. So what have what have you been pl- uh, finding out about the nectar there, Walt? Well, I've I've done um, I made uh, cabochons with ne- nectar and the resin, and I I put it on the the cedar pendants. You know the uh, the cedar pendants that we learned about from the uh, ringing cedars. Sing, ringing Cedars of Russia books. Remember? Uh, okay, I remember the, that. You ma- you've made some pendants yeah. with so using. I, so I got, so I got the resin. I mean, I got the uh, the cedar pendants from them, uh, which is just a wooden disc. So what I did, and since they do have a positive and a negative, when you test it with the pendulum. And one side of the over the wood is positive, the other side is negative. So the the positive side goes toward the body, and on the opposite side, I'm attaching the little uh, resin cabochon that has the nectar in it. And the interesting thing is that uh, when I gave my mother her pendant, she smelled the perfume that is part of the the talc. It has a distinctive, a very very mild perfumey perfume-like smell. I don't know if you, if it's perfume that's been added to the talc or that's a natural smell of the talc. But my mother perceived it. Even though it's trapped in resin, she, she says, I know, it doesn't smell like resin at all. It smells like the nectar. So, I guess... That was something that it? we... Yeah, that was something that we found out about the nectar was that it had a uh, any kind of a perfume smell that you might have. Um, when it was introduced, the nectar was introduced to it, it would maintain um, the basic core of that smell, but it would make it like perfect. It, you know, it was it was amazing what it would do with with just things that would make a smell. Wow. Now, is your mother, did your mother ever have any more of that um, pain in her sciatica? I don't know. I have to ask her. I haven't. I haven't asked her. Uh, she get. She gets tired of 
you know, su the subject of everyday conversation. So, so some, many times I avoid the subject. <laughs> okay, well, let me ask you this. Has she been complaining about it? Uh, no. She's been complaining about other things, but not about that one. <laughs> okay. Oh, Lordy. We all have little twicks in us, don't we? <laughs> so, um, okay, so Dolly, did you think of anything else that um, Jesse might have said that you wanted to share? Oh, jeez. Th it was a mute button again. Um, yes, I did. Uh, one of them, I made myself a note. One of, uh, I have two things. One is she said that Trump definitely speaks in code. That's no doubt about it. Trump speaks in code, always has. Another thing, she was outright asked about the vaccine in Trump. And she said, uh, basically what she said was to the best of her knowledge, it was an okay thing for everybody. But then uh, the deep state, the Biden crap, those beings got a hold of it, and it's not so pure anymore. She didn't want to say whether she recommended taking it or not because she believes in free will for people. But... uh I think she's, how'd she say that she wouldn't take it or something like that? She, uh, she made it known that she would not take that thing, and and we really shouldn't take it either. Uh, and those were the two things I wanted to hit on, because I always wonder, what the heck, why would Trump push the vaccine? Why? And then she addressed that issue, so I feel much better about it. Um. Well, I think that there, you know, <clears throat> first off, I don't think that the vaccine—it's a boogeyman again. Okay, yes, is it? They intended it to be dangerous, but you know, it's—it's that it's, we don't have a contract with it. You know, so we can enough people break that contract is broken with the vaccine itself. But the problem really here is, in my opinion, is that we have to begin to stand up in the light. And so by taking the vaccination, you're actually kneeling to the darkness. Because you're saying, I'm going to go along with what you say, not what my heart tells me, which is, you know, this thing shouldn't be touched with. And if you listen to the natural naturalist doctors, the ones that are looking at a holistic view of, of healing... Our bodies can heal us from everything. We don't need that thing. First off, it is not a vaccination by the definition of everything about it, including the information that comes with these different shots. Because a vaccination is supposed to make you immune from getting it, and from if you don't get it, then how can you give it? Well, see, that's another thing she said was... It's not really a vaccine. No, it isn't. It, not at all. It's it it's a, it's what? something they're testing on humans. Well, that's the yeah, other. It's genetic the testing. It's genetic testing. 
Yes. Yeah, is it RNA inoculation? No, it's not a vaccine. It's not a vaccine. No. Now, what we mean by that is that this stuff is designed to alter your ge- genetic coding so that you won't be susceptible to something that they have not openly admitted they have not identified. They have not been able to identify this COVID virus. They've not been able to isolate it. Okay? So you've got something that they're putting in your system that is supposed to do something against something that they don't even have a piece of, never mind an intact thing of. This is all science. This is the truth. You know? And so... Why would you do that? You wouldn't eat a piece of fish that came out of the Gulf when the oil spills were happening. Why would you let them put this stuff in your body? You know, and so it is genetic. It is genetic testing. The concept here is that they're going to be able to alter the genetic coding of human beings so that they don't get anything. (laughs) Now, you might want to play around with this if you've got some disease that there's nothing in the world to to prevent from harming you know from from being keeping you from dying from it but the reality is there is many many ways to to treat this problem okay so this is ridiculous the whole thing is ridiculous but more importantly we have been brought up to not trust anything that is not fda approved and these things are stamped not FDA approved, not FDA approved. So what does this mean? It means that you are a guinea pig in an experiment. You well, the, the, these kind of thing, things are further confirmation of what uh, Inelia Benz is saying: is that there is a percentage of the population that have made an agreement to be taken out of the planet sooner than later, because otherwise there's there's no there's no rhyme or reason. To, I mean, this this is like the ultimate illogical choice to make. Yet they're going through it. They're going through it singing. There are people that are actually say, "Oh, we took the chance and we don't have any 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 bad uh, symptoms." Well, you don't have any bad symptoms now. Are you going to be here in five years to confirm that? Because they're not they're not realizing what's being done. But I guess you have to believe that there are. There is a percentage of the population that wants to go, so that they want. They are stuck in the low frequency reality. They don't want to change to a high frequency reality. Okay, and this is their free will choice. It's it's a terrible thing to look at, but it's there. I'm sorry. I'm Hello. Look- yes. <laughs> I'm lo- I'm looking at the. Already. I know. No, I'm looking at the um, at the songs, and I'm not sure what I should play. I'm just not getting it. Nothing's jumping all- out at me. And welcome back to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show. It's March twenty third, twenty twenty one. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Walt Silva and Dolly Howard. You guys back? Yep. Awesome. Is Walt back? Walter is back. <laughs> no, I'm not muted. I'm just putting the headset on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Um, 
Okay, I want to tell a story. I told this um, on Say What. Hopefully, I'll, I'll do it in a little different version, and you know, it won't be boring for the people who might have heard it. But this was this was a strange uh, sequence of events that got us to talking about Jesse. And it started out with me being on the phone with Jan Shaw, and I. The phone was running out of power. It was like down at 20%. And so I went over and I plugged in the uh, the cord. And not very long after that, I suddenly felt like I was about to pass out. So I'm like, okay, Jan, well, I've got to go do things. And I, I hang up with her. And I lay down. And as soon as I lay down, I start scanning myself to see, is my blood pressure off? Is it sugar? What the heck? Because I've passed out a number of times. And so I know what it feels like to pass out. And I was definitely on the verge of it. But there's nothing wrong, and and I said, well, you know, most of the time this is a blood pressure thing because I've got very low blood pressure to start out with. So I just kind of jumped up to see if that was going to make me pass out, and nothing. So then I laid back down, and I I called in a powwow with the the djinn, the green man, uh, the dragon, Sasquatch. The archangels were observing, but they weren't, you know, interacting with it at all. And... So we go through this whole kind of like discussion because what I I know I went back I looked at it again I remoted it you know time wise and no I definitely got hit with something and it was because the uh, phone was hooked into the electric system so and I didn't feel like it was um, the dark side trying to off me it actually felt like it might have been the smart meter signal that came through just when I happened to have it in my hand. But the interesting thing about it was the the energy that hit me, it, it just bounced off of me. Yes, it, it threw me into a, you know, real out of balance, but I, I seemed to have gotten back because I actually got to a place I could lay down before I crashed and burned, you know. So, it, but, but I could see that it actually hit my, my energy field and... Boom! It it compressed it like a body body blow, but it never did any damage. It just popped out again, except to make me you know feel like I was about to pass out. So um, so then when I'm talking to the guides, I you know this when when something like that happens, it's a 3D explanation for something that I think you got to pay attention to because this is probably a learning situation. So that was my question to them: is like. What was that about? What are you trying to teach me here? You know, um, first off, I was very impressed with with the fact that it couldn't get through because it was a it was a big blast of energy, um, and I've been around the smart meter signal, and it could very well have been that. Um, but and because the, the phone was actually hooked into the electric system, um, but anyway, so that's that's what happened. And when I'm talking to these guys, they're like. Um, I'm not going to get into the whole conversation that I had with them, but it was like I realized that that we had to up our game, and I'd been feeling this. We have to go from trying to figure everything out at the 3D level and go into understanding that it is a spiritual battle and probably much more complicated and much more real than any of us would have really kind of wanted it to be let's put it that way we probably could imagine it but did we want it not really so um, 
anyway, so I'm I'm like, you know how I am, Walt, right? It's like Oh, do I have to go study? I don't want to study. I'm tired of studying. Can't you just <laughs> can't you just download it into my brain? You know, and um, so they said, yeah, yeah, okay, we're gonna we're gonna download it into your brain. So they download, I guess, because I fell asleep, and when I woke up, within a matter of a very short period of time, Mona sends me the link to Jesse. <clears throat> and I realized as soon as I started getting into the information, oh my God, Jessie's lived the life. She knows better than anybody what it's all about. What a shortcut to learning. You know, no, I didn't have to go run down these symbols and run down this and run down that if I could have. No, they make it so easy for us. It's like, here, girl, here it is. Just pay attention to the, what this woman is telling you and you'll understand what's all, all happening, right? So... Okay, so I, I get really excited about this, and so then I go back and I'm, uh, I lay down, and you know, this is like the next day, and I, I check in with the guides, and I'm going like, well, I want to thank you for that because that's, you know, really very interesting. But um, it's kind of complicated, I said, <laughs> you know. It's like all these portals and all these, you know, different peoples, and you got to know who's in charge of your neighborhood before you can do anything i said this doesn't it's it's all too complicated we gotta we gotta get this you know all taken care of and make it nice and neat and the next thing i know boom they knock me out and i don't normally dream i mean i'm probably doing things in my dreams but i don't normally remember them at the 3d but this one i was in it's oddly enough and it could you could say oh you were reading all this stuff that she had to go through well yes i was but it was very very real uh, so I'm in this room and the room is not dark, although, um, it seems like it should have been, but no, it was, it was bright. I could see everything in the room and there was this very supposedly scary demonic creature that was, uh, coming at me and was actually entering my energy field. And so I didn't get frightened. I wasn't frightened at all. And all I did was put my hand on his chest and said, gone. And whoop, gone. And then, boom, I wake up with a start and I went, that's all we got to do. That's all we got to do. Gone. I think that, that was the lesson. Well, but, but uh, it's an interesting way to show the lesson that's telling you to be in your sovereignty. Just being your sovereignty, and it's it, it it's impenetrable because if you if you are sovereign, you're sitting in your field and you like own, owning yourself. Nothing can get in unless you allow something to get in. That's, that's one of the things that everyone is so paranoid about or sort of scared about, and and we got to do this and you got to do this. Well. They can't get in unless you let them in. When are you going to get that through your head? <laughs> it's contracts. It's agreeing to let them ha in. You yep. know? Yep. It's, um... But, so, basically, what I guess we got to think in terms of doing, and, well, you can expand on this, and Dolly, you can too. Now, in Dolly's world, she would call in the angels and God. Right, Dolly? Are you there? Every time. 
and yeah. they don't fail me ever. It's whatever your belief system is, you know. It's like I I asked the Jinn and <laughs> the dragons and the green man, you know, hey, let's go do this, but protect us, you know, let's all stay protected, you know, protect each other. We're in this together. And um, yes, I understand. I mean, it's not like I would dispute Dolly's way of looking at it. That's a very real way of going at it. It's, it's it's your story. It's whatever you decide you want to bring in as your helpers to give them permission to help you and to use the same you know rationale to keep anything out you don't want. I think it's much simpler than than you know we've been led to believe, but that's just me. A lazy metaphysician. Well, no, it no, no, it's not just you. Uh, it's true because it's not just you. Because look at the great efforts they make at people not knowing things. It's like, for example, growing up in Argentina. One thing that never made any sense to me is that what saints, saint, this saint and that saint. Uh, they belong to an exclusive club, and only they can be saints. Because I mean, that's that's the lesson you learn from any anybody and everybody that goes to church, or even if you meet a priest. You know, everybody's a sinner. Everybody's born a sinner. Everybody dies a sinner. And yes, in history there have been saintly people, but that's just the exception. There are no saints. Nobody can become a saint. It's like I would see that, and immediately I would. I would bristle, I would I would have a reaction like, this is not true, this cannot be true. You cannot tell me that people in the past were certain people had the great honor to become uh, saints, and the rest of us now in the present, everybody is sentenced to sainthood for the rest of eternity. No, that doesn't make any sense. And you find out then that it's just part of the agenda of the Catholic Church, which was, you know, created by the Roman Empire and has nothing to do with the work of Jesus and all about to do all about money and control control of the the masses I mean how many people were tortured and killed by the church because they they wanted to teach people about the the, the, the Bible for example for how long only priests were allowed to read the Bible nobody was was allowed to uh, read the Bible. Uh, those who did learn Latin enough to read the Bible, they would get into trouble. I mean, look what happened when when uh, Martin Luther translated the first Bible into, into German. It was like a big oh, was is like a big revolutionary thing to do. So they're in the business of information control, knowledge control. You know, knowledge is power. So, no, that thing that you said is, is not an accident. You know, they, they keep people in the, in the darkness because that's the only way that they can, they can uh, lord over you, having the knowledge how to do these things. It's like, for example, when they, what is the, that old saying? In the, in, the, in, the, in the kingdom of the blind, of the, blind the one-eyed man is king. Well, there's only one man with one eye, so he's the only one who can see. Everybody else is blind. Well, that that means something. It means as as long as you're in ignorance and not knowing how things actually work, oh, yeah, you're you're powerless. 
they can do whatever they want. So that's... that leads me to the priest, uh, the confession stuff. You have to go in this booth and confess to a priest who is a man, not a saint. Can't can't say he, that he's a godly, godly, godly person. Um, he's been taught in the ways of of that religion, yeah, but he's not a saint. And so you go in there and you're confessing all these uh, sins, and and you might have been upset with your neighbor because your neighbor did something. So you're telling whatever your neighbor did, and actually you're telling on your neighbor. And the priest is he's gathering information. That's the way I looked at it. He's gathering information about other people as well as the naughty well, things. What, you what might do you think do. was the main? What do you think was the main tool of the church during the Spanish Inquisition? The confession. confession? <laughs> <laughs> the population were ratting on each other. They didn't need to hire spies. They needed to hire assassins, yeah, for political reasons. But for the populace, all you needed was a confessional. <laughs> oh, dear. It's sad. You can't yep. trust you can't trust your priest, you can't trust your minister, can't trust your pastor, whoever else you got out there, rabbi. It's frustrating to me, very frustrating. That's why I go straight to God. Well, that's the problem. That's, it's difficult to put your trust on someone who's telling you not to do the thing he's actively doing. Yeah. There's there's an anecdote with regarding uh, Mahatma Gandhi, the the man in India who was, if you remember, he was killed. Um, one time, uh, this this woman came to ask his help, her for his advice for his help because her son wouldn't stop eating sugar and he was consuming too much sugar for his own for his own well being. So she goes to um, to Gandhi. And, and, and says, can you please convince my son that it's bad for him? Could you please tell him not to eat sugar? So she looked at the woman and, and she goes, yes, but bring your son tomorrow. So the next day, the next day, she brings her son over and he has a nice conversation with a young man to try to convince him from his habit of consuming too much sugar. So when the young man leaves and he's left alone with a woman, she goes, why did you ask me to bring my son now? You could have told him that yesterday. And he goes, yes, but yesterday I was still eating sugar. So you see, he did not tell the young man to do something that he himself is not doing. That was the level of his integrity. Well, they also allude in one of the uh, one of the uh, broadcasts to, you know, we have to become more mindful, and we have to become more vigilant of the way that we're thinking, because it's too easy to be hoodwinked into, you know, going back into the old thought patterns. I remember yep. hearing that, yeah. Mindfulness. Yeah. Be careful how you say what you say. Yeah. 
and what you think. Right. Absolutely, yes. You know? I mean, it, it was... I, I don't know if, if either of you got to hear the uh, Cosmic uh, Reality Chronicle that I did earlier today at 2 o'clock. No, it I was, was busier a, than busy, yeah. It was a replay um, from uh, April of 2016. And Walt and I were discussing uh, consciousness and where does it reside. And he was giving a, a whole litany on the, uh, the lower soul. Um, it, it was really very interesting. And it, I, th- I think it... it Anyway, I want to share that information, and I'm not, I'm not going to be able to do it as well as you do. Can you just tell people what the lower soul is, and how it interacts with who we are? Yes. Well, this body—it's an animal body. It's an animal. There's no other other way to explain it. There, are, you know, there's animals and there's vegetables on this planet. This is an animal body. And it it does have its uh, it does have what's called low soul in 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 shamanic tradition. It's called the low soul, and its highest chakra in the chakra system of the body. You're familiar with the body has chakras along the spine and in other parts of the body. Well, the highest chakra for the low soul is the solar plexus. That is the highest chakra, and the and everybody uh, has a daily interaction with it. They just don't realize what it is. The thing that psychologists refer to as, as the, uh, the subconscious, that's the consciousness of the, low, of the low soul. It doesn't sleep, and it's very literal. It, it, it has the awareness and maturity of an eight-year-old, that's why you can't lie to the law, to the sub, sub, subconscious because everything you say, it interprets it as it's true. If you if you say to yourself, "Oh, it doesn't matter, it, it doesn't matter how much I watch my weight, if I have just a spoonful of chocolate cake, I'm going to gain five pounds," and then you discover that you gained five pounds because the subconscious or the bosso is listening to everything you say. And everything you say is true. It doesn't know what a joke is. It doesn't know what a lie is or a fib or a made-up story. It doesn't. It's it's like, you know, a little child. A, a little child doesn't know if you're doing a joke. How many... My father used to complain about that, how grown-ups would get a kick. Him being small growing up, how grown-ups get this uh, sick kick of... Uh, scaring children or playing jokes on children taking advantage of the fact that a child takes everything for real you know okay if a grown up is telling me something they wouldn't be lying to me right they're the grown ups I'm just a child no you'd be surprised how sick and and cruel and depraved you know some grown ups are they get a kick out of making children cry or scaring them or getting them to believe something that's not real, because they can. It's, it's, it's sick, I know, but it's, they do it. Why do they do it? Because they can. If they tried to get away with it with a grown-up, they couldn't because they, 
you know, a grown-up knows he's been lied to in most of the cases. So that's the thing with the low soul. It doesn't it doesn't sleep. It doesn't know what a lie is. So you you have to be aware of this. Uh, that's why your your question your questions on the things that uh, to give you an example how I've used this example before. How is it that the low soul doesn't know that you're lying or doesn't know that you're making up something? Case in point, you're fully dressed and you're sitting on a chair in front of a TV screen, a monitor screen, whatever, and you're playing a porno. Okay, a, f- a few seconds after watching this, the action of a porno on the screen, your body begins to show symptoms of arousal. Well, the low soul doesn't know. Doesn't know that you're watching something that's uh, artificial, that you're watching an image on a screen. All it knows is the signals that it's receiving, and it says, oh, okay, he's getting aroused. That means he's getting ready for sexual activity. It doesn't know the difference. It doesn't know that it's not real. It doesn't know that it's not real uh, uh, sex that's happening. It doesn't know that it's a screen. It, it's like a child. You know, this person is getting aroused. He's at sooner at some point is going to be ready for sex. So that's why you have to be mindful of the things you think, and mindful of the things you believe, because anything that you're thinking immediately impacts the body. If you you start thinking depressing thoughts, or negative thoughts, or sad thoughts. Or, or thoughts that fill you with anger, immediately you have the physiolo- physiological changes happening in your body. Blood pressure going up, uh, your pulse rate goes up or it goes down. You know, the body is being impacted with all these signals and it turns out that none of them are real. They're all, you know, stories playing out in your head. So when you think about it, think about, for example, um, the taste of movies. I mean, you're the kind of person that enjoys uh, a lot of violence and destruction, harm films, blood, gore, whatnot. It's not it's not uh, harmless to you because you think, oh, it's happening on a screen. It's, I know it's not real. Well, you know it's not it's not real. The body doesn't know that it's not real. You're witnessing an, a massacre with heads flying and, 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 and body parts flying around. The body doesn't know. It's going to feel the same. It's going to have the same physiological reactions as if it were happening in, for real in front of you. If you, had to be, if you had to be the witness or, heaven forbid, the victim of a major massacre if that's happening for real, well, the body doesn't have a way to tell the difference. It knows that you're experiencing the same reactions, the same energy. So when you think all these things are harmless, oh, it's just a movie, it's harmless, it's made up, blah, 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 blah. blah. Well, intellectually, you have this notion and, and this understanding of it that it's made up. But physiologically, it's not. It's not made up. It's really happening. So that's why you have to be mindful of what you're thinking and what you're doing about what you're thinking. <laughs> Is it? Did I explain it well or semi well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I was off thinking about what you had just said. Um, 
Yeah, because, the, well, like, I don't know about the rest of you guys, and I talk about this all the time, but I'll be just kind of like, you know, dozing off or thinking about something, and all of a sudden I'll start having, like, a, a weird, you know, like, almost like a, a movie in my head with people I don't know. Has anybody else out there ever done that? And it's like, these these feel to me to be artificial energies coming into my head but how come i can see them like that well it's because maybe they're they're tuned to my lower self and my higher self isn't being affected i mean i see what my lower self is seeing but my mind my higher self is analyzing you know the entire correct that's 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 uh, that's an issue with this entire civilization is Look at uh, the manipulations that they've done over time. Number one, the higher soul, the one that now sits sitting inside the head, has its its seat in the head, was actually sitting in the center of the heart. That's why there's a there's an empty space in the center of the heart that's spherical, and science can't explain why it's there. Well, it's there because it's that's that's where the high soul used to sit. Uh, already uh, places, highly professional places like the Heart Math Institute has already shown that the level of energy of the heart is tremendous compared to the energy of the of the brain. I mean, if you were designing a human body that's supposed to house a sentient being, why would you put the high soul in the brain when the brain has one hundredth or one thousandth the amount of energy that the heart has? So there is a reason why we got disconnected from the heart. It's these manipulations that we have from these, you know, demonic entities or negative aliens or whatever you want to call them. They came in and they they appropriated the biology of this body in order to get whatever they want out of it. Like they needed the code because the the human has the complete coding. Plus, they needed all the other all the other stuff that they could do. Okay, oh, think about it. The, these guys, let's let's put it this way. Let's say we're negative entities and we came here, whether by stupid, by by whether by ship, whether by portal, it doesn't matter. We just came to this world, and here we have these these people. They have no notion of evil. They're just ripe, ripe for the picking. And guess what? Whatever they focus on or whatever they dream about gets manifested. How would you? How do you like that beast of burden? You can actually program it to manifest something. And guess what? It gets manifested. This is great. This is a great population to exploit. And and guess what? They're so ignorant. They think we're gods. Ha 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 ha. How is that for a nice you know? cosmic bar conversation so you you look at how things have turned out on you can see the manipulation putting putting the high or forcing the high soul into the brain get it away from the heart of course disconnected from the from the from the emotions from the from not emotions emotions come from the mind from the intellect feelings like like uh, Anastasia explains in the Ringing Cedars of Russia books, feelings are very important because it's like a super concentrated packet of information. Whether if you might have a, a thought 
that's about a, a thousand words long. Well, uh, imagine a feeling uh, is a thought that's millions of words long. It has a ton of information compressed in a very tiny amount of, uh, in a very, what do you call it, in a, in a very highly compressed state of energy. So that's why feelings are so important. You, you, you can have a, you can write a book with what you're feeling, or you, you can write an, uh, an entire concert if you're a composer based on a feeling that you had because it's, there's so much information and it is so complex. So <laughs> you look at how the body is now and it's not in its original form. It was modified. Well, think about it. Why the old, um, the old Aztecs or these, you know, these uh, Central American civilizations that were inspired by negative aliens, like you know the feathered serpent or or other uh, reptilians that require a human sacrifice, they weren't taking the brain. They were they, they were not they weren't interested in the brain, but there was anything major in the brain. They were taking the heart, and lo and behold, here we have a person among us, Nancy Hopkins, who had such a life. And in order to save one of her crew members, she had to take the heart back home, so so that this that individual would not be stuck stuck on this planet. Isn't that so? Well, it was the concept that um, if you if your if you were if your heart was still beating, <clears throat> and they took it out of your body, you would reincarnate on your home planet. If you died with it intact in, you know, that the heart stops while it's in your body, you would reincarnate within the human Gaia's biosphere. That was a concept. Exactly. So at the so moment, the high- of, at the moment of death, you had to make a decision: where did you want your next lifetime to be locked into? That was their yep. that was their um, belief system. And that's why the Aztecs went on and used, you know, human sacrifice by taking the heart out because uh, they they misunderstood what it was all about. But that's but that's where the high soul used to be in the heart. Yes. Until until they, they disconnected us from our hearts. Yes. You know, typical focus only in the mind, the mind, the mind, and nothing but the mind. It's is the least useful tool. Because the, the the real the real story is happening in the feelings. That's how that we get the that's how we get information from the higher spheres through feeling. That's why people for even even people that do channeling, a lot of people fail at channeling because when they they attempt to channel the way they think, so they expect guides or whoever they're attempting to communicate is going to use words and phrases just like you're in a conversation with somebody over coffee and it it works at the intellectual level but it doesn't work for the higher spheres first off in the higher spheres uh, the rate and speed of communication is incredibly fast unlike unless unlike spoken conversation and uh, uh, Whenever you use the mind just to converse, uh, you're not connecting to anything higher. 
So you're trying to channel, you're not going to be getting words like sentences, in a, written words in a, in a book. You want to channel, that means that you have to connect to the higher spheres. That means you're going to be connecting through the channel of feelings. And thus, you're going to have to translate it into words for somebody to be able to understand. And that's why a lot of channeling is so bad, because they're trying to translate what they're feeling into words, and there's a lot of a lot a lot of information gets lost in that translation. Not not everybody who does channeling is successful at it. It it may the the message may make sense and be sound, but I bet you it's missing a lot because in order to you, for example, in someone who went all the way to do. I, I don't think you would call it channeling per se, because in channeling the person is still awake. This is more like trance. When Carla Ruchert, um got the information from Ra, she was actually uh, stepping away. She was actually stepping away from the physical body and allowing the entity to communicate through her body. So there was no translation in that case. The only problem that Ra experienced is that in order to speak to Don Elkins, who was taking, who was recording everything, it was limited to the, not, the language awareness in in Carla's brain or mind or her body, whatever knowledge she had in of language, that's what it, it could use to translate to to communicate. So, for example, she was not a scientist. She was not a, a math genius. So there were there were many concepts that Ra was unable to explain completely because of the limitations in, in her knowledge of the language. If if somebody else maybe had attempted it, maybe uh, then the the vocabulary would have been there to translate the concept. But there there was the limitation on on the on the knowledge of language of the subject, not not the 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 message that so so the totality of the message couldn't get across because the person didn't know everything that uh, that's another thing uh, they limited com, uh, com, uh, com, the communication amongst us for example we the the, the alphabet has what twenty six letters. The Sanskrit alphabet has like 56 letters. <laughs> uh, no two words sound the same. Like for example, in in, in English, and you can and you have it in Spanish, is the same. Uh, you have, for example, three different words or three different objects, and they sound the same. It's the same word. One could be an, an adjective, another one could be a verb, another one could be a noun. And still, it's the same word, the same sound. You have to listen to the context of what is being said to you understand what what are they talking about. Well, in Sanskrit, such a problem does not exist. There are no two words that sound alike. There are, they're all unique, so that doesn't exist. Um, for example, um, when Megre was in the in the forest in in Siberia. And he had a chance to uh, meet the grandfather of the, the grandfather and the great grandfather of um, Anastasia. 
he had a chance to hear the two men talking amongst themselves, even though he was nearby. And even though supposedly they were speaking in Russian, the same language, he says more than half of what they were saying was unknown vocabulary to me. The words were unknown to me, yet they were speaking in Russian. So it just goes to show how even uh, as a way to reduce our intellectual capacity, they reduce the language itself. So that's why we're on this long journey and battle to wake up <laughs> in every sense of the word, physically, uh, mentally, uh, psychically, I don't know. We have to, all dimensions of whatever we are we or whatever we happen to be have to wake up, not just one or two dimensions, all of them. They have to wake up because they've been asleep all this time. <laughs> Yeah, but that Jesse said we don't. It's not our responsibility anymore. What to wake up? To wake up people, yeah. No, it's not our. It's not. It's our responsibility to wake up ourselves. Oh, ourselves. We okay. have to wake up. Yeah. Oh, Whatever you. you choose to do, that's you. If you want to continue sleeping, that's fine because it's your choice. But we we can't complain anymore. We have to wake up. You don't like that. You don't like this or that. Well, wake up. There is an explanation where that comes from. Why it's like. Why is it this way? I hate it for years and years when people say, "Oh, that's the way things are. That's the way life is." No, that's not the way life is. That's the way it was made. <laughs> we don't need to put up with it. I hate it when. I don't know if you've ever had that. You know, like a conversation with a. Uh, a relative or a or a neighbor or somebody and and you and you're discussing something and they and they go with oh, that's the way life is that's, that's the way. Life. It's always been yeah to... i hear that yeah no that's that's just bull crap <laughs> that's that's a, that's a cop out you don't want to do the work of waking up so you're just comfortable where you are in your chair yeah so that's their life yeah So do you guys think that more and more people are waking up? Um, those that want it, yes. <laughs> yeah, I I agree with with Walt. Those that want to, yes. I agree. I, I, I think more people are waking up, but not as many as I wish. I always want more. Well, for for example, in the latest posting from Enelia, uh, she said everybody she lives she lives in a in a in a reservation, you know, the Macaw Indian Reservation there in Washington State, and she says you, because she's it's like a caveat. She's saying you know just because the Hopi had uh, wrote something about what's happening now doesn't mean that all Hopi people are wise and awake and are telling you the truth. For example, there in the reservation, uh, everybody agreed on the on the COVID uh, va vaccine, and the, everybody's running to get it, happy as can be, because they're going to get their COVID vaccine. So don't think that because somebody's Native American that they'll, they're... <laughs> they're well, that's away. their choice. Yeah, and, and they're wise and awake, and no... 
Did you hear me say yes? I thought people were waking up. I did. Oh, good. I I just realized I was on mute. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I don't know when I went on mute. Well, when I was having the powwow with the uh, the djinn and, and the green man and the dragons, actually the dragons were sort of just, I, you know, dragon energy is fascinating. Now, Jesse says you have to be careful of the dragons because the devil sometimes takes the form of a dragon. Well, the dragons were created by Gaia. Well, not actually Gaia. Somebody created the, the cosmic concept of the dragon in, to protect Gaia. And then Gaia created the Jinn layer in order to protect the uh, nature spirits and, well, humanity. Before that, she created the Green Man to protect the nature spirits. So there was layer of protection. And when um, the dark side came in, the first thing they took out were the, the protectors, okay? So when you get these protectors being taken out, but the people who are the storytellers, and I said this earlier in the Shungite show, we have been taught, again, another thing they teach us is not to pay any attention to these fairy tales, these stories that your great, 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 great ancestors were passing on. And they weren't passing on these stories like you see in the, you know, when you got a group of people and you whisper something and by the time it gets back, it's like crazy, not the same thing you said to begin with. That wasn't happening then. The, 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 the stories were precious. You had to be able to tell the story the way that you heard that story. And so the information coming from these people was pure. And if they're talking about dragons and elves and, uh, you know, uh, gods of, of before you know, the ancient gods. Why Why would we disrespect these people in their way of recording true history and say it's all BS, it's made up? Why would it be made up? Why would they pass these stories on made up? No, it was the people that were the storytellers. The truth protected the truth. And every story was passed on generation to generation intact until they started screwing with everything. But I think that that's something that we have to look at, that there are layers of creation that are there for us to access because, well, when I'm I'm having these powwows with with the djinn and and the green man in particular, because they were basically interacting, um, it's like I know that they know much more than they're going to tell me. So I basically said, well, why, why isn't it that you guys, you know, just take care of this? We're all in this together. Why don't you take care of it? And they said, no, that they needed the human being to participate. Your mic's open there, Dolly. Okay. So when, you, when, you've got, when you've got the concept of the human being, it's a witnessing thing that Walt and I were taught very early in the game. We have to participate to be the witnesses of it from the human perspective. So, it's just like, the more that you will imagine that these these, these other layers of life exist and allow them to interact with you, the more you'll see the magic of, you know, cosmic creation. 
And I think that that's where the level that we're at, that we're being forced into a higher way, like like going up to an observation point where you can see much more of the terrain around you. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. That's it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I had a thought, and it went away. Oh, jeez. Oh, Always uh, leaving the, that's the, the window why, open. <laughs> that's why they are trying to uh, change names on everything, because schools and bases, uh, military bases, they tend to have historic people's names and the deep state is trying very hard to erase our history so that we won't uh, remember that they're bad they don't want us they're trying to re-educate what do you call it Uh, program us that's enough. That's all. Yeah, I saw a post on Facebook where they don't they don't want people saying mom and dad anymore. I mean, is that insane or what? They They're can shut to... that up their behind. It's actually Strip. the the house passed it as a law, Walt. Oh, in the chambers of the house, you can't say mother, father, aunt, uncle, brother, sister, anything that in, in is indicative of gender. What, and, they, right and now, they put you in jail? Say again? What? No, I'm saying what? They put you in jail if you say aunt? My aunt? Um, I'm not exactly sure what the penalty was, but the reason it got so much, um, well, because they don't, the press doesn't tell you these weird things, you know. Um, but the reason that it got uh, out there was because the minister or the reverend, whoever was saying the prayer that day, Said, said, uh, uh, amen, amen, and woman. <laughs> that <laughs> was baloney. It was really weird. That, amen has nothing to do with men. Well, yes, amen. but we know I'm, that. I'm called in Egypt. Yeah, we know. <laughs> but the minister there, amen, woman. What? What did he just say? You know? Yeah. Really, <laughs> they, they, it's it's just gone too far. It's just gone too far, and I don't know how to put the brakes on it, other than to keep praying, keep sending out love, keep sending out the blankets with love and energies and strength and whatever else is needed by the person I'm sending the blanket to. That's the only way. That's the only way I know how to do it, and I get upset because I feel like I can't do enough. Well, you don't have to. You just have to take care of your own domain. Dominion. Domain. Yeah, the time of changing other people is over. Yep. we got to let them go. You know, one of the interesting things that were, that came about when I was uh, with the powwow peoples, you know, um, if you if you 
if I was looking at the entire, let's say, battlefield, I, I like don't like the thought of battlefield, but more like the game board, and we are in jeopardy wherever we look. But the reality is, is the jeopardy is, is an illusion. And what we need to be able to do is to go back to the basics and find out, you know, what do we have already that will increase our ability to uh, deal with seemingly all this darkness. And remember that Andrew Bartzis said that Shungite was a finite object with infinite power. Where my guide said to you, Shungite is infinite power in a finite object. <laughs> so you've got this concept of just being in the Shungite energy field. We are, we've been given the, and I said this when I first met it, they gave us the ability to level the playing field. And so we've got all these pieces. We've got a, a lot of pawns out there, and it doesn't seem like we've got any kind of, you know, real powerful beings. But then, wait a minute. All the pawns. The pawns are more powerful than any of the pieces our opponents have. And we just have to step into this. And one of the reasons that I'm saying this is that it's all there, and it's it's a masterful plan, even though I can only see pieces of it yet you know um but when i was talking to the to the gin and the green man i was lamenting the fact that it looked like a very very difficult game to win because there was an awful lot of uh let's say chances of losing and the the gin said but we've got the eagle and then the green man repeated it he said we have the eagle so I don't know what that Shungite device is out there, Walt. But it's something that is more than leveled the playing field. So we should con contemplate this. <laughs> what are we supposed to do with it? What do you think? What do you feel? Be open to it. And maybe through it, they'll tell you. Oh, for you, you already openly communicate with it because you asked it, why, why aren't you raining? And and it answered, you told me not to rain. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. So <laughs> I guess some, for someone like you, someone like Dolly, be open to listen. It, you know, I will... It's a very powerful uh, uh, thing, object. Um, I, I have felt it. It's so so powerful when I talk to it and stuff. I have to back off a little bit. I put out little protectors because it's so strong. Does it does it talk to the water turtle? Well, it can talk to anything it wants to. Oh, seriously, this thing is very powerful, and I also get the feeling that they use this thing. For uh, coming and going, uh, the spirits and yeah. You mean it's it's a portal? Yeah, yeah. They use it for a portal too. The portal yeah. was already there, but they're using it somehow with the portal. Right. Right. 
Well, I walked by it um, yesterday, and I just sort of glanced at it because I was on my way to Sandy's. And I, the energy field coming off the top of that thing is, I think I, I don't think anybody would have a problem seeing it. It's just, it's it, you know how when you're on a, um, a road and you get that, you know, weird kind of uh, vibration in the road, you know, it well, all, you know that? Yeah, I'll... Yeah, although the what do you call it, the waves of heat, mirage, the, the mirage, the mirage. Yes, and that's what it looks like. Coming right off of the you know where the where the pipes you know are still pointing up right off of there, and then it, it's around the entire unit now. But I mean, it it was I wasn't even thinking about. it. I just glanced in that direction, and it was like I saw the energy field, you know, and like wow. And then today when I went over and I came back, I checked it, and it's, it's just, I mean, this thing is beaming. Well, I i would be very, very surprised and very disappointed if, if another uh, hurricane tries to get one, you know, tries to get one over you, but uh, I don't think that's doable. I because think I think I... this will turn off that technology that, that they use to manipulate it's 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 something to be reckoned with, but we're, I'm reckoning that we're at the end of the show here. Um, you guys want to say good night to everybody, please? You go first. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. And Sam, I'm sorry if if we're making you sad. No, no. Whatever you said, I, I'm sorry. How did we make him sad? No, that isn't the right word. Sam knows what I'm saying. Uh, it's not the. He said we're we're here suffering. We're here teaching them suffering or something like that, and it really made me sad. Oh dear, Sam, you made Dolly sad, and she's sorry that she made you sad. And um, Walt, say good night, please. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Thank you for being here with us during this show. We'll see you again next week. Be safe, everybody. You have been listening to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for listening. Choose your heart.